You are tuned into the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon at bringingdowntheband.com and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, and Team Backpack. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Episode 102 of the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7th. I make beats. I have the hard drive to prove it. My computer is here, so I literally have the new hard drive to prove it. <laughs> Longevity, how are you, sir? Hello, Michael. Good, good to see you. All right, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Now that you got a computer. Yeah, I got one. I'm, I'm excited now. It's been, I've been struggling, man. As a creative, when, when you get that pulled away from you, it's tough. So yeah. I got to uh, go pick that up tonight, and uh, we'll see what it do. To my immediate left, Mr. Indianapolis is here. Mr. Wavy Light Skin Girls be loving me now. He is conditioned. He is doing better. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Moore is in the building. <sighs> What's going on, man? How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well. Kicking but not high, flapping but can't fly. You I know love the is. bars. I love <laughs> the bars. And I see what you're doing on Instagram, man. You are getting better. You are making progress, my brother. I see you. Once again, I say this every week and I'm here, that it's about your progress, not mine. <laughs> it's what you have started to notice, not not what I It's a beautiful. It's uh, a beautiful thing to uh, see your friends deal with issues and overcome them. <laughs> it's, a it's a beautiful thing. So. We praying for you, brother. I'm watching you out there. I see what you're doing. Is that what it is? It's come down to prayer that yeah, I need to. Yeah, to, I see to, the diversity. To, I see it. I see it. Get over uh, light skinned women. Is yeah, that what it is? I see. I, I see I, the I, diversity though. I right. knew you could do it. It's just a matter of you focusing and locking in. Okay. Um, all right. Whatever. I knew you could do it. Whatever. So good job, brother. Good job. We have a special, getting over though. Yeah. You just got to mental mental block. Just got to get over it mentally, and you could do it. You're oh, doing it. All right. I'm working right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest. Uh, First time to the New Old Heads podcast. Uh, I'm a fan of this young man. Um, I'm not a fan of most, but I'm a fan <laughs> of this young man. Uh, he is a, I would consider him an artist. Um, oh, okay. Activist as well. Not just an artist. I don't want to just put you out there as just an artist. Um, my man Diop is in the building. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. I see you got your, your drink. Over there, and you're yeah, two yeah, step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm ready. Mean? I'm ready. We want you comfortable. You know what I'm saying? We want you comfortable. So yeah, relax, yeah. brother. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time. Bet, bet. <laughs> but yeah, my man Diop is here. Our man Diop is here. It's the homie. He just dropped the album called Still Shining. So we'll talk about that um, a little later on as well. Episode 102. I have nothing for the numbers. I have literally nothing because there's no jersey that's three digits. No. What do you think? Well, I, I think we could probably do 10 and 2, like we talked about. Okay, 10 and 2. Shout out to, shout out to Safe Driving. I hate to promote that. <laughs> we, um, we promote Safe Driving. Yeah. Know, with, um, Anything uh, else? Um, or, Probably. Uh, were there any al- albums that came out on uh, so October 2nd? Yeah. Yeah, wow. You got a great memory. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> 10 and 2. I can't yeah. remember the yeah. year, so, though. I'm yeah, not 2015? Fr- I th- man, it seems yeah. so long ago. Yeah, I, I remember... I remember buying that record. Yeah, like I, actually, still, I, actually I think there was a part. Hard, was there a release party at Coaches for that one? Kinda. Probably. No? Probably was. I feel like I was at Coaches for that one. Yeah, uh-huh. we've we've done uh, album release parties for Frozen Liquor there. At least Frozen Liquor there. Maybe even maybe 11. it wasn't so hot. Maybe I'm tripping. No, I, we probably did. I feel I like mean, I was there at even Coaches it, for so hot. Even if it wasn't like official, official, right. it was like, hey, we're gonna be here with CDs. And, and yeah, come check it out. I still I just opened up a box in the room. I still have because we only printed seventy five of them, like oh, the wow. custom signed joints. Yeah, we still have about twenty five of them left. I need one of those. You got one, remember? I want another one. Oh, okay, <laughs> just greedy. <laughs> I do have one though, yeah. but but yeah, that's what. It's, 
I like that album. Good, but yeah, it's also Ten Two is also uh, Grits's birthday. Shout out so. to the homie Grits. So you know, yeah, that's what's up, man. That was a good time. That that project is actually really really good. So anybody that wants to uh, look up some new music, that is. Uh, you know, something different, something new, uh, to be new to you. Yeah. Check out Hanks Jones. They got a nice catalog. That's longevity and the homie grits, uh, local artists here. One of our good friends also. So we have, yeah. we have turned Hanks Jones into a new group. Yes. It is called the section leaders, myself, longevity and, uh, grits as well. We got a lot of great things that we're working we on. Some EPs coming very soon. Yes. Back to back to back to back. So bang, bang, bang. bang. So, Let's go ahead and jump in. We'll, uh, we're going to jump right into, well, this is involves music. Shout out to Memphis, um, north, south, east, west, <laughs> adjacent. Um, what am I missing? Uh, Memphis uh, suburbs as well as the county seat and all in- unincorporated areas. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, as well as Bill Street. Shout out to also, BB King. Uh, also shout out to Arkansas because it's close. Mm. Whatever keeps us <laughs> from getting smoked from Memphis, I, I, cool. We're gonna start doing Arkansas. That's cool. Little um, Rock, you know, Little Rock. Yeah, remember bang, banging, banging in Little, little Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, great documentary there. HBO, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I remember HBO. watching. Um, yeah, they got busy in Little Rock. It, it was real out there. Apparently, so. yeah. So <laughs> no, but it was you know they did a sequel to Banging a Little Rock where they came back and basically everybody. <laughs> was dead oh, <laughs> oh, it was just like following up and there was like one guy who wait was, so all the was guys still trying to gang bang and he was like 40 and yeah. all the guys from the dock had passed yeah, when they pretty went back much. either they didn't live there anymore they had been they passed off wow they might have been living in memphis and just embarrassed that they were on that dock <laughs> hey hey perhaps. hey hey let's hey. Uh, oh i'm let's, sorry yeah, yeah sorry hey, okay you want it's not wrong with Memphis. i ain't this memphis <laughs> <laughs> i'm not stupid we ain't this memphis <laughs> Shout out to Memphis. All right, anyway. Yeah, let's 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 stop talking about them. <laughs> yeah, they might be outside. All right. Um so here's here's a question. This is one uh we were talking about prior to uh going on. Uh, as a tastemaker or someone that's a blogger, I get I get them confused. Hell, I don't know. As a tastemaker, are you responsible? Uh is there a responsibility to promote music or an artist that you are not fond of or that you don't like just because you have the platform to do so? Uh, for the sake of the area that you're in. Mm. And I thought that was very interesting because I can't speak from that. I'm around people or all the time, loan, for example, uh, that are faced with that decision. I wouldn't know how to respond to it, like I said, because I'm not in that area. But loan is a perfect person to talk about that, so we'll throw it to him first. Um, is there a responsibility, in your opinion, to just post everything based off you know the cliche it's for the city and we're trying to get everybody on for the city i see or is it do you feel like there's a certain level of integrity or a brand that you've built it's a very fine line okay uh there's two ways to look at this um there's the from the city angle and then there's just the in general angle right so if if from a tastemaker standpoint if i'm talking about just as somebody who's going to share music in general that i like for my platform I'm just going to share stuff that I like, but being just for example, sake, since, you know, bringing down the band obviously is a part of this podcast. Um, uh, bringing down the band is a worldwide, uh, outlet. Um, let's say media company of sorts, a global, our reach is all over the place. Um, it's not just Indianapolis and Indiana. Um, but we are based in Indiana and we do share a lot of Indiana based art. And we want to support the scene. So there has been in the past, I can, I can, I can say this. 
I've always felt a certain type of pressure of wanting to share local artists more so than not and giving local artists more of the benefit of the doubt than not a lot of times. Um, even sometimes when the content wasn't necessarily as great as maybe the other content we were sharing, but because I wanted it to to reach the platform. The one of the the te- the 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 mantra of bringing down the band is to showcase Indiana to the world and the world to Indiana musically. Mm-hmm. So there we have that ingrained in us. But at the same time, it's also our responsibility to make sure that what we share has integrity and is a good representation of our best art here. So there's that fine line in there, I guess. Um, but as a tastemaker, and this, I'm talking about myself and Jay Diff and shots to Brennan, who used to write for us, and yep. David Peck, who used to write stuff for us as well uh, for the beats part and algorithmic and everybody else that has chipped in from time to time. Mike Spitz. Mike Spitz for a while, yep. Um, what I've always said is, only share what you like. If you don't like it, don't give it the energy and just keep it moving. Don't have to don't have to dwell on it. Don't have to, you know, it's just just the way it is. Just just keep it moving. Our submission process is two-tiered. We have an a submission email that somebody goes to our site, they fill out a form, it goes to an email address. I go through it and I give it a very, very simple listen. I'll listen just for particular things that I can't really describe in a sitting in like two minutes here and I'll listen to it and anything that I have to that I catch myself saying "Ooh, that's dope or I'm not sure I forward it everything else and I'm like eh I just delete everything and then whoever hits the second email will go through and give it a more thorough listen so we give ourselves two now does everybody do that I don't know I don't know what everybody else does um but this is a good way for us to um, and also, if you're from any, also if you're from Indianapolis or Indiana, it normally automatically gets pushed over there, anyways, okay. just for a, th- a more thorough listen. Now, I, I don't want to ramble too far on in this question. No, but, go ahead. But let me focus a little. You qualified. We're beans at you. Qualified. Qualified. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do feel there's a responsibility in that aspect of it, but um, again, I'll, I'll just echo what I said. I'll let somebody else talk. I, I, I feel like. It's my job to share what my taste is. It's my job to represent what the taste of bringing down the band is and what we have defined what that is as a whole. And uh, because we don't just represent um, our own personal tastes of music, we represent, um, like I said, we're trying to represent the taste of collectively of Indianapolis and the best of. So it's important for us to push what we like and not put energy in what we don't. And not bring people down that we don't like by writing bad reviews or anything like that. Let, let's let uh, let's let Diop jump in. He, he's an artist as well, not the uh, blog to to my knowledge, running any website or anything. But you can speak from an artist perspective, and also you can speak on being an artist, uh, you know, in a certain area or a certain city, so you understand the effect of having a record posted or an album posted. Um, what what would your take be? Would it be would you kind of echo what Lone was talking about in terms of the integrity and putting out the product that you really, really are a fan of, or would you take the angle of, you know, it's just, it's for the city. It's just for the city. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with Lone. So, uh, if you don't enjoy it, if it doesn't inspire you, why post it? Cause then if you're posting a lot of stuff, what does that do to the culture? Um, and you're bringing 
a lack of discernment to it. And then other people see you post it. They'll assume, all right, he agrees with this. This is his standard of excellence. So if I'm a fan of him, then I'm going to mimic some of the things he he um, pushes and he promotes. And then also we can look at it similar to um, any platform. Your art is a platform. Your art is your brand. Do you want anybody rapping on your beats? Do you want any feature? Um, because then that speaks about your your ability to execute and select uh, high-quality art. So I definitely don't believe that. Um, and then I also feel like I'm doing a disservice if I'm posting somebody who I really don't believe the product is strong and I'm not giving them accurate information, True. then I'm kind of setting them up for failure um, by not giving them the game that I got. And another thing I'll say is, as an artist, one of the things that we have to do now more than ever is build community. We have to be building a community online and physically. And communities are built around shared interests. So if I'm sharing stuff I really ain't interested in, am I building a community that has the same interest in my own brand, my own product? Probably not. And that's just like shooting myself in the foot. So, mm. yeah. True. I could dig that. Jump in, Jim Moore. Well, you know, um, one of the things, I, I know it's a kind of a, a running joke about how, when, especially at uh, Take That Tuesday, where – uh, we say, if you have any requests, uh, please keep that shit to yourself. Um, <laughs> not for nothing, but part of that is about having a standard. And it's it's about the, the people who come to coaches, they want to hear what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we've set a standard. Like we, Nick and I, you know, of course we have other DJs in. Uh, but we're we're the tastemakers. Because sometimes people will come up and request something we're like, we're definitely going to play that. Um, but you know, we don't care if it's your uh, friend's birthday and she wants to hear the, uh, the Rihanna song that comes on the radio every 15, like <laughs> nothing against Rihanna. I think yeah. I, I actually dig a lot of her music, but her last album was dope, but there's absolutely yeah. no reason for us to play any of that mm -hmm. at take that Tuesday. It's not what people come right. to that particular venue for. So just like you talked about with your blog or, or, you know, if you're making an album, People don't come to listen to a, a Diop project to hear certain things. They don't come to bringing down the band to hear certain things. Like you've established a standard, and you can't be a tastemaker of any kind if you haven't established a standard. Now, like there are other places where I work where it's it's different. Like Tiki Bob's, I'm like, well, that's that's more of a cut, but I don't take requests there either. But um, <laughs> you know, if when someone comes to an old soul event, you know, and we're doing bad boy night and i yeah. remember like when trinidad james was hot and it was like can i hear trinidad james it's like absolutely not if that's what you wanted to hear you could have went anywhere in the city that's a fact like we've set a standard for what it is that we're going to do here and that's yeah. what it is to be a tastemaker it was like you can't really fall under the pressure of it's very true what's just popping right now because yes. like if we'd have done that you know, say coaches, we we wouldn't be going into our 13th anniversary coming up. In, it, it's in March, but still. And, and that's the same with bringing down the band. You know, like, so I, I, I answered from two different lenses. Because yeah. from the straight bringing down the band as far as tastemaking, like, we've shared over 12,000 posts, right? That's a lot of music. Mm -hmm. um, maybe 1,000 to 1,500 are, like, from Indiana. From the actual, this guy. From, Shout out to Red August. We see you, brother. From, from the angle of bringing down the band, we have only there's there's never been any issue about what we share. Mm -hmm. But when you when you take it locally, mm -hmm. 
that's when that's when it gets a little complicated because you want to support people. There's people that you've had you've literally physically had conversations with. Yeah. You want to support them. Um and then artists are very sensitive. It's yeah. just our nature. Um so you don't want to you know, it's like a, it's a balancing act sometimes. So it's just like, okay, how can I how can I support this person and also tell them at the same time, well, I just don't like this. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I've I've given people features that I didn't honestly enjoy the art, but uh-huh. I, I valued the relationship and the they asked for it. And I could have said no, but I said, you know, on the strength of relationship, that's more important. Right. So I'm willing to compromise my art in this case. It's not going to be a standard I do all the time. It's a one by one type. Exactly. Thing. Mm-hmm. There's extra considerations in this time. But every time it pop up on Spotify, I'm gonna feel some type of way. <laughs> sure, sure. But that's because of the strength of that relationship, or what I'm trying to do with that relationship, or help that person. There's a lot of ways to provide support. It might not mean sharing your song. Yeah. It might 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 mean sure. building a relationship with you. Who's mixing you? How do you write your hooks? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, things of that nature. Well, me from the outside looking in, um, I can see how someone could say. Uh, they could use the angle of, oh, it's for the city, it's for the city, it's for the city. Yeah. So I could see that. But you've all made cases where um, I'm not mad at what you said in terms of from the coach's standpoint, from the artist's standpoint, with you having a one-off situation where you talked about uh, nurturing the relationship. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I get that. From a producer's standpoint, I definitely know what that means. So I rock with that. Loan, yours is more complicated because you – can speak from both lenses or look through both lenses. But I can't say I'm mad at you because you've thoroughly explained yourself as to why bringing on the band does what it does. I think it's, it's all subjective because there are some people that could look at it and say, Hey, it's all about the city. You should just post everything for the city. Yeah, right. So, the, but so we're not that, but we're not that. But so the, there's know. a great, I think yeah. there's a great area here. And I think a lot of this is subjective. If I were to lean a certain way, I would go with you all because I'm all, I have a certain standard from a production standpoint that I want to put out. And there would be a time where uh, if there was a relationship that I wanted to nurture and the quality of the product that I released with my name on it was a little bit, we'll call it subpar, a little bit below what I normally do or what I'm normally known for, that's going to bother me later. Yes. So I can relate with you there from a producer standpoint. I totally get it. Yep. Right. I'm sorry. Jump in. Jimmy. No, no. I mean, it's just the the thing is someone could lean on that. Oh man, it's for the city. The thing is, yeah, it's for the city, and I'm not going to put us out there like that. Like that, you know, it's not. It, it's so hard to not to make it personal, especially if you have a relationship with that person. But if you want to make it about it's the city, okay, I'm not putting this out because like I don't want this look for the city. Yes, yeah. you're protecting the city. That's for the yeah, city. Yeah, that's what's for <laughs> the city is to make sure that we just don't put out all of this and it's going to have us looking some type of way yeah. like this is this is i'll tell this story because it's it's a few years ago now um my man rec one when he worked uh at hot 96.3 i love this story. he had um a spotlight where he would play a local song right before the the hot nine at nine i believe that's what it is yeah. um and he would uh he got this message more than once because you know he was trying to do something for the locals you know what i'm saying because there's always that thing about all oh, this radio station don't support they the don't locals local they music. never play local music yeah and so educate the, yourself he actually got <laughs> this message more than once he's like i want to thank you for um 
playing that local record, it gives me something to laugh at. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. you me. Like that was yeah, a yeah. real thing. Like yeah. people did not like because you know people want to hear the songs that they know. And yeah, they didn't appreciate hearing that local record that wasn't very That's good. Wrong. But he, you know, because he was trying to do something to keep the locals engaged and encouraged. But like at one point, the, what was being submitted, the quality, like, and he was playing the best of what was submitted. Wow. Because but, you know, so like the, when you talk about for the city. I mean, this translates into another another topic. Really. Go ahead. I yeah. mean, go ahead. I, I forget what it was. No, no, I need it. I need it. Go ahead. I need it. I, no, you, you forgot. You can bring it, it back. No, no, legitimately, it's oh, not. It's man. not like I was holding back. Like I legitimately I needed that. I need that was a, a genuine yeah. moment right there. It, 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 it circle, really was. It circle back in oh, my circle that. of life. Okay. You know? Yeah, you know we know about the circle of life. Circle of life, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so that's that's yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with man, I wish I had it because it was a good. It was a good you got transition. Me hype. Said, he was like, man, was that good. transition was going to be fire. Like, Ooh, let me just slide in and slide out. I, well, I think you know. I think we've all made valid points uh, for either side. Like you said, it, to me, this is subjective. When, at the end of the day, there are there are going to be some people that are just like, yo, I'm all about the city. Fine, but knowing all of us here. You know, there's a certain standard. You got a product, you got a brand. It takes years to build that brand. I remember bringing down the band from its infant stages to now. So Mm -hmm. I was there. So you work hard to put that out. I know you have. Coaches has. Mm -hmm. I have. So you can't just be putting out what they say willy-nilly, putting out a whole bunch of stuff (laughs) willy-nilly. So, yeah, Yeah. it it is what it is. Hey, to each his own. I think I remember what I was going to say. Give me the bars, Long. Um. Give me, give me we'll, a we'll make it. We'll, we'll make we'll, we'll make it work. Even if you just give me a little bit, we'll make it work. Not nah, so. We talked about uh, you talked about artists and uh, him playing music and the local people that listen to our radio station here saying, "Why are you playing the local music?" Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a stigma in general and in the city, yeah. in this city, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily just this city, um, but it is definitely in Indianapolis, and it's probably in multiple places around the world where people like people don't like to like stuff first yeah oh yeah so Mm. it's like a it's this like the whole idea of um since we're a tastemaker bringing on the band we definitely have we've built our entire brand off of putting stuff that we feel people should pay attention to if i like this locksmith album i'll share it if i like this two chains record i'll share it if I like this Migos record, I'll share it. If I like this obscure Japanese producer, I'll share it. It doesn't matter what it is, and people will consume that. But I also know at the same time that a lot of people here, it would definitely do better here if we just shared music based around what was hot right now mixed with some sort of popular story of some yeah. sort of controversy. Mm. Yeah, that would We would be national at this point, but we, we didn't do that. Um I don't know. Maybe we can talk about that that aspect of people not wanting to like something because it's local. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or and, and the and the, at the same time maybe because other people that they see as uh, purveyors of the culture or, or whatnot aren't backing it major. Yeah, we we kind of we we were talking about this and we were all of us were having conversations obviously prior to coming on, uh, and I think you mentioned um, you were playing a record. And someone was kind of shocked. They didn't realize it was someone that was local. This is on, you know, something, either your project or just in general. And 
Lone and I have talked about this for years about how people are scared to just jump out of the window and actually give credit, you know, even if it is just something that you put out or whatever. Like, can you speak to what Lone said in terms of just putting out product and, and people being scared to actually jump on? Yeah, man. Um, so in reference to the example mm-hmm. you were speaking of, it was uh, Baby Ebony. Shout out Baby Ebony. It was his uh, his new project called Spice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a culture of, I guess, distrust. So people distrust an artist who's making music especially hip-hop music in Indianapolis or Indiana. And I think one of the reasons is a lot of people outside and within the state or the city don't view this as an environment that can produce good art in that genre. So, or they have a idea, a real narrow idea of what should come from here or what should sound like that. So one hurdle is getting people to just accept that that possibility of great art coming from here exists. So that's one. Then you have to get them to hit play, right? Then after they hit play, you you have to get them to say, uh, <laughs> "It's all good, brother. Don't worry brother, about that it. Like, <laughs> welcome, welcome. No, you are right. It's all right. Um, it's all right. I'm magic. After, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that was magic. <laughs> um, after you get them to hit play, you have to get them to acknowledge they hit play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have all these mental hurdles and then get them to share it publicly and say this is good i vouch for this so to their friends about it yeah and i'm competing with all these other artists who pop up every day or who've been out and who are getting better every day and then the national and international artists so it's a competitive field and we in an environment that feel like they don't even have a home team so you know that's a lot to work through so i have to remind myself every time i get someone to hit play say yes and then share it that is worth 10 times being in another environment that has an infrastructure, that has a culture that's supportive. So we have to focus on uh, depth, not breadth. I'm so glad you said that because I have this conversation um, with people that I know that do music or that are upstart, someone that is just trying to get established. Mm-hmm. And I told them I learned the hard way. You have to pay attention to those people that are actually invested in you. Like, it's not about trying to force your friends Mm -hmm. to support you. That's dead. It's not about trying to get your best friends to like what you do. It's not about that. It's not about trying to get them to fill the show up for the sake of just having support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's about the people that are genuinely excited when you come out to the venue and they pull you to the side and say, hey, I remember when you did X, Y, Z, or I remember this. Or Those are the people that you must engage and then you must develop relationships with because they'll they'll come back around people miss that like i've heard instances where people will say well i don't want to pay for i don't want to look like i'm paying for a show to me that's stupid because it's not about you paying for the show it's about the people that you can impress while you're there and then develop relationships for those people relationships is a a very relationships are everything Everything. we know that focus on those that say yes yes don't don't focus on the ones that are saying no i don't have time focus on the ones say yes and then understand why are they saying yes right those are the early adopters and if you focus on them they will wave your flag like they bannerman and they'll carry you on to other people if you try to serve everybody or focus on why this person's not hit and play you're not really collecting the information you need that suit the tool set you were equipped with 
So I focus on those that say yes. Of course, I would love more numbers. Sure, stream it up, run my numbers up. Sure, sure. But but I push play tonight when I go to sleep. Yeah. There you go. And you know another beautiful thing about it being a, a select group of people, I can really figure out who they are. Yeah. I can invest in them too. Mm-hmm. So it's not a a one way relationship. It's it's both of us because a lot of them are artists, creatives, creative thinkers, and then you feed off that energy, which then enhances your art. So it's a conversation. It's a dialogue. And a lot of people don't look at it that way. You must engage with those people and you must develop what we call a core fan base yeah. because your core is going to follow you yep, no matter where sure. you go. If you develop a strong core, they will follow you. Right. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that for the sake of appearance, for the sake of numbers. what other people are going to say, for the sake of numbers. Well, it's, it's, perception. The Holly, it's the Hollywood aspect. too. Bingo. People, yeah. people want to appear as Hollywood. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they want. I'll never forget one time I went to a I went to a show with with Terry, and this was this was in the in bringing down the band's heyday when we were really doing a lot of stuff, and it was a Danny Brown show with somebody else. There. It was when he was dressed up as Tigger. Oh, okay, and, okay, um, okay. So we're in there and we're we're standing over, <laughs> and it's, lit, it's literally it's 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 J Diff myself and, and Metronome, and we're sitting there just having a conversation about something, and um. This woman that um, that I had met before manages some artist, and and she brings this artist in, and she comes to to have a conversation with us. And he's got there's nothing wrong with sunglasses, but you know he's he's the sunglasses in the club guy at the Vogue, right, right. <laughs> and you know, and walking with his manager and all that stuff. But it's just we're just there to enjoy the show, and he's got this entire like persona of like this is what I am, mm. and I couldn't help. It was probably one of the moments, like when he walked away, that we all just kind of looked at each other and laughed <laughs> because we know what we do, like within the city. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't. He didn't know. Not that there's a not that we'd be like, oh, oh, you don't know who I am. Yeah, but yeah. It, but at the same time, it's like we that's what we do, right? And so why couldn't you just have a conversation with me, right? As a person, right? Why and do you have to have me. this persona as you're bigger than? Well, yeah, everything in yeah. Indianapolis, yeah. mind you. Yeah. But, you know, the, <laughs> but you know, you know you put that part in there. Yeah, but you know the, the I don't even know who he is. So there. It yeah, is. I have no idea. We probably don't. I've never heard anything else from him. <laughs> Go um, ahead, more. Well, you know the thing is, I I think, and this isn't just about Indianapolis, but almost any place in the country needs to figure out what they're doing in Atlanta. <laughs> because first of all, when you go to Atlanta and an artist approach you or or they're working, they're so humble and. The thing is, they support their own, like they have their own music scene that almost is an ecosystem outside of everything else. And there's That's multiple ones. Yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, because I, I tell people this, like DJs, I say, what you need to do is go, um, you know, go through, there's a, there's a certain website where you can look at the playlists of uh, Atlanta radio stations, go to the hip hop stations. You'll see that there's a whole bunch of stuff and you'll be like, I don't even know what that is. Yep. I said, but you'll know about it in about three to four months. So you need to find out how you can get it now Yeah, because that's what's going to be popping. I, re- I remember going to 83C one year and just pulling in, as we were pulling in North Atlanta, literally a Sky Zoo record came on the radio. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember thinking, they're playing Sky Zoo in Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the radio. Yeah. yeah, and the thing and I, is, they'll because you'll go to New York, and you know there's nothing special about their playlist because they're just playing whatever's popping on Billboard. Right. Yeah, you know, you go to Atlanta, like I said, you better be ready to hear what Atlanta has to offer because yeah. that's how, like I said, it's its own musical ecosystem. That's beautiful, and there there are a lot of really dope Atlanta people. So mm-hmm. shouts to all that 
Atlanta people out there that they're pushing the culture. What I've always noticed about Atlanta is, and it, initially it used to shock me until I got used to it, and that was you'd see a, an up-and-coming artist and you'd see an OG from Atlanta in the video. Like, he'd be a random cutaway, and you see, like, Big Boy from Outkast mm-hmm. in the video. And I'm like, yo, how did he get that cosign, <laughs> right? Or you'll see, I don't know, Killer Mike. Or you'll see somebody from Goody Mob, like Cujo or somebody like you'll that. You'll randomly see, like, Bone Crusher or yeah, something. Yeah, like, <laughs> I see what you did there. Don't do that. Bone Crusher had a couple now. No, I'm not no, hating on hey, Bone Crusher. Nobody yeah. that's under 18 knows who Bone Crusher is. Don't do that, Jay Moore. He had a couple now. No, in the club. probably what was, don't. What was my joint outside Never scared. the club? Yeah. He had a couple now. I mean, Killer Mike was on that joint. And you know I fooled with Killer Mike. So you you threw me off. No, I wasn't trying to hate on Bone Crusher. Don't hate on Bone Crusher, like, You know, man. we played Never Scared in the Tiki Bar last week. Yeah, nice afro, nice natural. Don't do that. He was, in, he was in Def Jam Fight for New York. He was a nice character. Charlie, <laughs> you playing now. He playing now. I'm not. I'm not. It was a cool little game. You think I'm a bug? Come on, man. Now you got to be started. Oh, man. Yeah, wrong. Anyway. And that joint was cold. Though, I actually like that joint. Yeah, yeah, that joint was cold. He had Matter a of fact, what, I like. didn't... Didn't JD sign him? Was he on? He was on Social Death. So if they do this Social go- Death tour, no, he's, he's going, going to be on, there. on tour. Yes. How many joints he going to do? He got three or four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, Shout out to Bone Crusher. We see you out there. Um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, they uh, you would see random people, like random OGs in the videos. And I'm just like, yo, how do they do that? Well, they, but it, they got community, man. It's the yeah. culture. It's just the culture yeah. down New there. New York people don't put old. They don't. They don't put rappers from the eighties and nineties into their their videos. They don't say, "Hey, let's go see what the rapper Jalil is doing right now." Like <laughs> I'm not, and that's not a that's not a diss, but like they're like, "Look, we're about right now," and that's about you know if they think they're doing something like going grab somebody old school. If they go find like Cameron and put him in the video, you know what look, I'm saying? Man, the, the unity in the South is undefeated. Like that concept is undefeated because they're still rocking, and now you hear everything that's in the South. Like that sound has infiltrated the entire game. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. For sure. Like we, it used to be the South was running things. Now it's like, but it's you just know what? what it is I, I and I brought this up to somebody at at, uh, at Trees. Uh, probably you know I'd been tasting, so you know I, I, my flow was was on another level. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> I said, but you, the thing is, when you think about. Atlanta, you know, when you think about the 90s Atlanta, the LaFace sound, because, you know, that's who signed Goody Mob. Oh, you, right? just, you just lost a couple of them. That's, that's, <laughs> you just that's lost who signed Outkast. You know, you know, LaFace defined it kind of like making that the new Motown of the South. You yes, know, uh, LaFace, what's uh, uh, L.A. and Babyface? Where's Babyface from? You know where he's from. Okay. Yeah, uh, and Okay, right here in Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, and then even because even L.A., he's not from L.A. He's from Cincinnati, 90 minutes away. Right, you don't say. You know, uh, then you talk about right now. Where's Where's Coach K from? I think he's from Indianapolis. Okay, so you got two generations of Atlanta music that are heavily influenced by people from Indianapolis. Facts. So, you know, it makes me scratch my head about here. So I'm just saying, there's a connection that can be made, and you know, you can't just think, "Oh, I'm in Indianapolis. I got to get down to Atlanta to make it happen." No, like we can make it happen right here. Right. You yeah, know, absolutely. I just, like, I'm, you know, of course, people, I, I'm I originally from St. Louis. I mean, like, we didn't, like, people from St. Louis, like, there. I remember when Country Grammar came out and DJs, I remember Funkmaster Flex, somebody I knew who was working in New York was like, man, this this Country Grammar, this is whack, this, that, and the third. Diamond. But I tell you what, when it was time for uh, Nelly to perform on the uh, MTV Awards after he sold a couple million records, who was standing right behind him? 
You don't say. Exactly. Like everybody, like everybody in the world was like, "Nah, this out, this, this, no one's gonna like this song." Yeah. Like, I hated that song. Yeah, but you know what? I, can, I, can, I honestly I can, think I liked it. I came home yeah. quick. Like, I came and home it was, quick on that one. But what was crazy it was the first time I felt like, in a way, because being in St. Louis, like every like okay, country grammar came out six months. It was a Midwest thing, though. Yeah, it came, it came out six months ahead of when the rest of the world found out about it. We sure. were playing it like maybe that. September, August, and it hit like in March the rest of the country. And so it was like that for all his singles where we're like, oh yeah, we've been on that. Like it was a crazy <laughs> feeling to be like, tell somebody from New York, oh yeah, we've been on that. Hey, low key Murphy Lee could spit though. Is yeah. anybody going to refute, uh, refute that? Uh, Don't Murphy, do that. Murphy Lee could rap. Yeah, That's Murphy what I'm saying. He, like, could, he could rap I, 16s. I, I give you that. Nah, man. Murphy I, well, I Lee was better I can't than that. Re- man. I can't remember hooks. What the, the hook gonna yeah, be? Song called, what the song hook, the hook gonna, be? gonna be? Man, he killed that, man. <laughs> what the hook gonna be? With Don't do the that, Dion. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Don't do that. No, but it just goes back to saying Murphy it's Lee like, has some heat now. You know, sometimes you gotta. But the thing is, St. Louis decided they were gonna trust in Nelly, like Indianapolis. You know, like any local mark has to just say, "Look, this is gonna be our guy. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna wait on you to like him." That's yeah. a fact. I think yeah. we're getting closer, man. Yeah, I, I, I think do, so. I, I really I think do think so. we are, and, and you know. I see small little communities, and I've seen them since I've been here, since since about 2009 is when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've seen little communities, and it's kind of been separate, um, but I, I see a lot of unity in, in I, how do I describe this? The, the segregated music communities mm-hmm. are not as segregated anymore. No, and there, to, there's a lot more overlap. No, it used and to be like the underground, you know, us at Locals Only. Locals. And then there was the people who would perform at, at Cloud Nine who was absolutely. the people who were really trying to be on the radio. You know, because, you know, there were certain people who were like, look, there's no point in us taking stuff up to the radio. They're never going to play it. So, yeah, they, right. you know, like people like, you know, Oreo Jones, like I said, look, I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try to fight to get on the radio. There's no point. Yeah. So I'm just going to let my artistic and vision And that's kind of how we were. We were just like, yeah. 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 Jump in, Diabon. Oh, I was just going to say, on the community part, yeah, I definitely feel like the community has grown okay. immensely. And then I also feel like the products, the art, it's has good, got very good. Like, we're talking about very great art being produced by artists here that can compete with anything. Absolutely. Right. And it's so great. It's funny that you said, like, it was a time period where a lot of the stuff I made and my peers made, we'd be like, oh, we can't submit this to the radio. They're not going to even play it. But as time has continued, it's a lot of fans saying, no, you got this record and this record and this record that can go on the radio. He has this one. So it's a lot of the people who are, are being like, hey, we can hear this because we listen to the radio, mm-hmm. which then helps us identify better in terms of our bag of tricks if we wanted to be intentional about what to submit, we got that feedback. And before I didn't feel like we had that. Um, so that's, that's, that's a good feeling to have. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's, that's good feedback there, brother. Yeah. I see what you're saying right there. That's call that wisdom. It's the, it's the full circle back around to uh <laughs> full circle back around to uh, people not wanting to hear local stuff on the radio, but, yeah. but, but maybe they will one day, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, and then sometimes we just have to play it. I play stuff, and I don't tell people it's local. I put it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Judge it by the product. Let your ears and your appetite for music say yay or nay. There you go. There's, there's a bias that is immediately going to be applied if you 
if you don't. If you're I, like, yo, I, I think to your points too, not uh-huh. to, not to jump, but I think to your points, I think we're at a point now where the the product coming out of Indianapolis is so good that we mm-hmm. can infuse it with our local DJs as too, as far as local club culture and stuff like yes. that too. In different sets, there's I think there's a lot of artists that would fit really well in with Take That Tuesdays, mm-hmm. as well as uh, maybe even a Tiki Bob's. Right. You know, what, you have different types of artists when you think of Ghost Gun and what they sound like, yep. and even Action Jackson and Lemmy. Right. And then you have Diop, then you have you know Double yeah. A, then you have Willis. Yeah. You know, Sirius is about to drop a new solo project that'll probably sound completely different than Ghost Gun Summer's project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So far, you know, and, and I could continue, but I'm going to stop. But um, I, I feel like we are in a really good place right now where we we need we can probably com- infuse that a little bit more and, and kind of grow the community um, mixed with even the DJs that are playing stuff out. Maybe that's maybe that's one of the next steps. But mm-hmm. well, to Jay to uh, to Jay Moore's point, you know, he, he he hit the nail on the head when he said uh St. Louis had it six months prior, but mm-hmm. they were behind it, right? Yeah. So they embraced Nelly for who he was and actually put it behind him. Like, it spoke. Like, it was on the radio. I'm sure people were calling and requesting it. Like, mm-hmm. all that stuff matters because that enabled him to actually get to the point in March or whatever you say when it popped, right? Like it, but that it, wasn't going to happen if the city didn't embrace it but yeah, yeah. And, and get behind it. Because I remember thinking, man, if he could just go gold, that'll put a light on the city. And there'll be more people that come here, yeah. you know. And shoot, at one point, it, that's exactly what happened. They came, you know, Chingy, Huey, like yeah, yeah, uh, was... um, they had they had a whole bunch of some, some groups that you you know there was a group shout to the whole nine. They were signed to MCA at one point. Um, <laughs> uh, my man, Mister Kinetic, he knows all about them. Um, <laughs> we see you, Mister Kinetic. There were there were a bunch of groups that got signed to me. All of them didn't come out. You know, Ebony Eyes, she put out a whole project, you know. You know, we also locally, since Diop is here, we, we did see, I did see Indianapolis really get behind you when Low Key, Low Key kind of had its push. Yeah. That's a good like, point. pretty majorly, yeah. you know, That's with the good, Spike you know, Lee that, thing. That was, yeah. I had never experienced anything like that in my life before. And it was actually my pops who told me, bro, you need to publicize this information because this is a win for the city. And I was like, you yeah. think so? He's like, are you crazy? So when I did that, I started to see it meant something for the community that had nothing to really do with me. I was just a vessel. It was like a W for everybody. And uh, the more I realized that I was like, well, all right, well, we can get more of those. Mm -hmm. We can do that more and we can all embrace the fruits of what comes from that. So yeah, that was a lot of love. And fortunately it helped me and man dog propel. We just rolled that energy, took that momentum and then said, all right, now we really can't stop. Because if this is possible and then people support it, why would we why would we not keep doing the behaviors and the practices and the tendencies we've built over the last year and then show other people how to do the same thing? Because if more of us can keep getting opportunities like that mm-hmm. with the mindset of this is for all of us, absolutely, then it's going to be for all of us. You yeah. know what I mean? But we got to be real with each other. I sat on that beat, that low-key, low-key beat. I sat on that for a year and a half. Wow. When Mando sent it to me, I couldn't even, my vocals were messed up. And I just meditated on it. I wrote three different hooks. And I finally was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I think it's good enough. And then you never know what will come out of that. And that was in 2017. I did an interview a last last week, and they still asking me about that. Wow. And I appreciate it. I don't really want to talk about low-key, low-key. <laughs> but I understand why, why it's so impactful right. that we have to talk about it. 
And anytime you put some art out or project, you want to make sure people have to talk about it. What did it do for the environment? Not just was it, did it sound good? How did it impact the shape and the landscape of the, of the playing field? Yeah. And, and what we're talking about, Diop and Mandog put out a, a project, but uh, one of the singles on that was Low Key, Low Key. And it got chosen off of uh, Spike, jo- Spike Jones. Spike Jones. <laughs> Shout to Spike Jones. That's all right. Shout out to Spike Jones. Uh, Spike Lee's. Uh, she got to have it. She got to have it. Episode show. four, was it? Or I can't even remember the episode, bro. I think so. I know it's Fat Joe. Fat Joe is yelling the at the dancers in the scene. Yeah. yeah. So check that out on Netflix. But yeah. What else we got, Mike? All right. So let's see. What we learned from that first segment was that uh, Diop doesn't like Murphy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we got from that? Yeah, we, hey, Murphy, we, I ain't say that, though, yeah, bro. I didn't D, say I did D. not D. like you. D. I mean, St. Louis is kind of close to, to, to Memphis. I mean. <laughs> what, I, what I took from that uh, is Diop thinks Murphy Lee is trash. Wow. Ooh. See, and see. He, he doesn't like the St. Lunatics. Whoa, 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 whoa. He thought whoa. country grammar was trash. Pimp That's juice. what I got. <laughs> Not my pimp juice. Shout out to Sweat in the Soup. All right, man. Let's get to the next. Uh, Jay Moore, they ain't paying attention. No, They're not paying attention. You know, St. Louis come out of me. Yeah, I, I, I know how you get yeah. about St. Louis. Right, I apologize. Yeah. All right. So we had some music that dropped again. Shout out to Memphis, all them areas. Darn. Little Rock, we see you. Um, Styles P and Dave East, uh, beloved. Did it, I listen? Did y'all get a chance? Please tell me y'all heard that. I didn't. I listen. didn't. Okay. For one, one oh, you're killing me, man. For one particular reason, it's probably good. But I Murphy will, Lee ain't on this. Hold on. Wow. <laughs> I like I like both of them. I like both of them. Okay. But I will say, Dave East has been putting out a lot of material that sounds the same. Hmm. So I kind of was like, all the same. You sure? I. A lot of it sounds the same to me. It sounds like... From a production standpoint? From a subject matter standpoint? Subject from, matter. Uh, vocal uh, tone. Uh, okay. this, the beats he likes. Now, his music is good. It is good. Okay. But if I feel like I might not get a new chapter or a new flavor, I'm not rushing to listen to it because I feel like I might have already heard it. So I saw it. Then I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe it's different with styles. Uh-huh. I'll circle back to it. So, see, I don't know if I agree with that. Be- then again, I, I may not have listened to. I know he dropped the mixtape, and then he dropped. There was something that preceded "Beloved." Yeah. There was something that came out prior to that. I listened to that one. I'm not sure what came out. I guess prior to that. So maybe I have to go back and listen. Like I think I always look forward to his projects because I know he cares about the production. I know he cares about the sequencing of the album. I know he's usually good with his features, so I usually give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I I probably differ from your opinion, but I see what you're saying. So did you, I'm not did mad you at enjoy that. it? What'd you think? I thought it was pretty dope, man, because they had what I was looking for with the eight and eight. Like they were going in and out, like mm-hmm. the four bar, four bar. I was wondering if they were going to do that because Styles and, and Jada have always bodied that style. Yeah. So I wanted to see if if Davies could kind of jump in that pocket. So it was pretty good, man. They good production from what i heard i think the production was solid the bar is always there subject matter you know maybe it is i have to go back and listen now with what you said <laughs> but I, I don't think so but I, i'll go back and revisit just to see if i'm wrong um good structure like good features so how i many, was pleased with it how long of a, i think they had 20 it might have been too long oh, wow. oh, let damn. me see don't quote me on that let me yeah, see i was about to say because so, so it's that, pushing an e40 record See, so now go. I guess Davies and Fab got to do a joint project. Oh, uh, man. 
I'm a Fab fan too, man. I love with Fab. Oh yeah, those soul tapes. I am, even dope. though like when I listen to his music, I can't stop thinking about the whole thing with his wife. But I mean, I yeah. do like. I'm the not music. mad at that. Mm, I respect I that. Not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at I that. I do like the music, Fab. You know what? I was thinking, Wayne. This is only um, this is 13 joints, so it's right to the point. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. nice. I, I just listened to Wayne. They had like 35 joints or something on it. So. Yeah. Nah, this was heat though. I, I would suggest it for y'all. I would suggest it. Right, no, I mean I like what. I, oh, you I, listen to? No, I like what I heard. I mean, because oh. well, I'm a Styles P fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I don't know. Maybe it's because like I I like that. Um, for lack of a better term, adult contemporary hip hop, <laughs> where like it's people I remember from the '90s who are still putting out quality music. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I was one of those people who who really enjoyed Woo Block a couple years ago. <laughs> like, and I don't remember people really talking about that record, but I really like that. Well, um, speaking of that, I don't think I was one of those people. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, Ghostface uh, dropped the Lost Tapes. Is anybody listen to that one? I still I got, yeah, I still got to go through and digest that. Yeah. Like, because I want, but this is, I think this is why I haven't wasn't in a rush to it. Because I want to hear a Ghostface album. This is a Ghostface and Friends type situation. Ah, Very true. Yeah. Very true. So, Did you peep the app? You know, I haven't listened to it. I think we. Oh, I think we probably differ on this one because I, I thought it was a a, a, a grits. It's 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 it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's the what's the number? Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's about a five or are we doing ten. ten or five? I'll do five. Okay. You would do five. Um. <laughs> You just double it. Like, yeah, like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's pretty simple yeah. math. Yeah. yeah. It, to five just seems, I don't know. All right. We'll do so, 10. It don't matter. All right, I'll do 10. I'll give it, um, hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe like a five. Really? And a half, maybe six on my first listen. And then okay. here's why. Uh, um, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Here's why. Some of the joints, some of the verses sounded piece together to me we've ah, had this conversation yeah um production was cool i don't and this probably probably will sound weird but it's lost tapes so i don't know how old the material is maybe they just threw some stuff together over older beats it sounds like it's newer though it doesn't sound like lost tapes are like maybe i don't know five or six years ago like it, it sounds actually, like they kind of just threw this one together and was like we're gonna call it lost tapes gotcha that kind of turned me off a little bit like e40 and yeah. the snoop joint i was like all right y'all definitely emailed these verses in. <laughs> you know what i'm saying right so it just didn't grab me i thought it was cool i'll be honest i thought it was cool i know you probably you had a different opinion but i, I was ex- it was cool well me. i was expecting not to like it and I, I didn't think it was too bad um I, I would probably give it a three out of Five, so maybe a six and a six, six and, and a half, half. seven, a D so maybe seven. No, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. Like what I heard, it was it was it was solid. I, I think it was solid for my take. From mm-hmm. one, you know, one listen. You know, I didn't overly intentionally like. I didn't listen to the, the bars. Or for the record, like that. I did one as well, only one. And yeah, so I mean, it, there's no such thing as 24 hour classics. Please stop oh. that, y'all. Mm-hmm. Stop that. That's so, just, that's stupid. So, Where's the bell? I'm sorry. I gotta go. I'm sorry. Let me cook real quick. That's some fuck shit. Stop saying this 24-hour classics. Listen to the music. Go ahead. So you don't believe in the people who say the Carter people 5 is the that? greatest album of all time? There are people right now running around saying, oh, man, we ain't got another classic. I'm like, it came out last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not even good. There's no way you can digest a full album, in my opinion, if it's a and be like, it's a classic. classic. It's not a classic Stop. based upon the dreariness of the inter- Anyway, yeah. so go back ahead. to Ghostface. We already talked about that. Yeah. So, Shout out to the word jury. Nah, go- I like that. <laughs> so go go- The whole album was rain on a Sunday afternoon. It was <laughs> dark. 
Except the special I, delivery remix. That's not the name of the song. Special man. delivery remix, you know. <laughs> they have a challenge for the special delivery remix. Shout out to G Depp for all y'all young folks out there. Go listen to the real song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Ghostface is actually on that too, the remix, I yeah, believe. Yeah, they don't know that. So, anyways, uh no, I liked it. I actually like Ghost Project. It, I mean, I've I've never not liked Ghost. He's oh, so always you been biased? Able to, not even ghost. I am a little biased. Poetry. At least you, at least you admit it. If he's okay. doing poetry, I don't like it. No, it was GP, like, but no, it was like he did like an R and B album, the one with the green cover, and it looked like the Emerald City. <laughs> come on, man, come on. I man. must not have heard that one. <laughs> it's definitely on Spotify. I don't think I'm going to visit it either. But yeah, it's definitely on. Spotify. I, I don't know. I think it was okay. I pro- I don't know if I'm going to go back and listen to it. It didn't. Nothing really stuck out to me. The beats sounded. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it this. They didn't sound like Wu affiliate beats. No, they weren't B minus Wu affiliate beats. I, they, I just, the beats were actually kind of decent. <laughs> I mean, they that's were, a real thing, Diop. There's such thing <laughs> as B minus. So there's a there's such thing as B minus Wu affiliate beats. Those <laughs> are the ones that we you don't got. want none of that. We don't want any B minus C plus Wu affiliate beats. Uh, no. You just drums started, trash. You just we don't started, want any of that. Hey, you just started producing this year. Yeah, and your project is better than B B Liz Wu Tang affiliate beats. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, um. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought it was okay, and okay. and I was actually kind of surprised. So so everybody that I mean, I was definitely on record saying that I didn't think I was going to like it. That's for, yeah, that's true. Thought it was going to sound pieced together. It didn't really sound overly pieced together, but I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't listening hard enough. Hey so, man, I'm I'm just cool. Like I'm okay. I mean, I'm only a little bit above you, anyways. Yeah, you, but yeah, yeah. slight difference. What else but, came out? Um, what else came out? We had let's uh, see. The Ti, we definitely want to talk about Ti Don oh, Trap. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. I'm coming to Diop first on this one. Um, Diop, what did you think about Don Trap? I liked it a lot, um, and I wasn't expecting to like it. And I'm a Tip fan. I am a Tip fan, but the last few projects just didn't connect to me it didn't move me it didn't make me want to keep going or revisit it this one i feel like from the production to the content to i mean he always raps well to some of the features he selected it just seemed like it was a lot of intentionality put into the project and he really sat down and honed it mm-hmm. and i appreciate it I, I replayed it i played it for other people and they was like damn this is a tip rap. i said yeah bro it's a new tip so yeah i really like it a lot and he seasoned yeah. He sounds like what he should sound like at his age. I called. I called it. Um, uh, Not trying to sound young. Yeah, <laughs> I called it mature trap. Like gotcha. this is grown folks trap music. Mm-hmm. Like he's really doing a lot of self reflecting. Like he's going deep into you know. I mean, he quote unquote tiny. invented trap though, right? I mean, that's what he said. You know, he did a drop album called Trap Music. Don't one do that. Er, one of the early contributors. Don't do that. We, we had a full we're not doing conversation. Yeah, we, yeah, we're not doing this. <laughs> I know where this can go. Um, Jay Moore, I'm coming to you, but I uh-huh. want to ask this question as well since you heard it. And then Lone can chime in as no, I well. I didn't listen. But, no, but I think you'll be able to chime in on what oh, I'm going to okay. say. So I had this conversation. Um, shout out to Mom with Deshaun. He brought a good point up to me. He said, well, how good can an album be, um, Mike, if it's full of features? Now, T.I. has, on, on this album, he has four records that are just T.I. In my opinion, the features were not overshadowing features. They were just, you know, compliment features. Do we think, in a two-part question, one, I want to hear what you said about the album, and then I want to go to Lone uh, to speak on, do you think features can cloud an album in terms of its classic status or how good it can be? But, Jay Moore, tell me what you thought about the album first. Well, no, I I, I was surprised at how good the record was. Um, 
not because I don't think T.I. still makes good music, but, you know, the thing is, once again, we're getting to that area of what I like to call adult contemporary hip hop. You know, <laughs> T.I. is, a, you know, yeah, he's 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 a he's a trapper. He's a, a gangster, but he's a family man. He's, yep. a, he's a father, a husband. Yeah. You know, and he's taken on a more political uh, slant to a lot of his music and just what he says in his public life. So which I like, you know, and, and <laughs> I'll say this is in, of course, we'll, we got to interject a little bit of controversy. Um, I feel like he's doing what Kanye thinks he's doing <laughs> mm. um, because it's that's it, a whole nother these, show. These records are, wow, that's are, fairly accurate. Are, yeah. are very personal. Uh, they're at times political. They're still fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just riding around, you know, like, like I'm like, like, I, like I'm listening to a book report or nothing. Like this is yeah. still T.I. making music that's fun to listen to, but you know, you know, he's still talking to, he's, he's talking that political game. He's giving you something about, you know, his, his failings as, as, as a husband, you know, and sort of like, you know, it's sort of in that lane of what Jay-Z did on 444, you I know, because, that. you know, these are things that, you're really going through yeah. um, as opposed to, you know, making records about, you know, going about buy some red tennis shoes or some shit like that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, like there's no point like in you trying to rap like you are 18 years old because we don't buy it. Facts. And, you know, I'm saying the, the, the kids who are listening to it who are 18, they're like, what is this old man talking about? You know? So I appreciate the fact that he actually, uh, doesn't mind growing up where they're just used. There was a time where nobody wanted to grow up in hip hop or they would just put you, they make it seem like, okay, you're a running back who's 33 years old now. So like, you know, the, the game, you don't get to be, you you don't get to be done with the game. The game is just done with you. And I see a lot of hip hop now that's like, no, we going to talk that grown man talk. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think TI did it to such it, it, he did it so well on this record. Like I said, it's fun to listen to. He's actually saying something. And, you know, but he's got something for the people who've been riding with him this whole time. So, okay. you know, shout out to T.I. This is this is an album that I was pleasantly surprised by. Because like, like Diop said, the last couple, you know, had some stuff on it that mm-hmm. I liked. Yeah. But I wasn't, I, it wasn't like when I was, you know, trap music and, uh, you know, even going back to I'm Serious, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Good album. Back in the day. Certain artists are learning how to age very well and teaching a class on that. That's right. a fact. Yeah. I want to loan real quick. I want I want you to address the um the album. Does it dilute the album if there are too many features or can you still have an album that you know we would consider classic? Cuz my homie Deshaun made a good point. He's like, "Man, I don't know if I can really honor it if the features are overbearing." And it's Is like, he rapping on every song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's no I think melodies I think, and crooning and none of that. Like I, I think, well, I just mean I don't know. I don't. I think it's. I don't have a strong opinion that it can't be a classic if it has a lot of features. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's but at the same time, it seems like it's different than what Ghostface Project was, which was just feature heavy on every song. That's that's true. That's true. You know, like it does it still feel like a TI album? Definitely. I, I okay, would say you know, it does. Would you, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think it sounds like a TI album. And I mean, in my opinion, making a great album is not based on the amount that your voice is on it. It's based on are the voices on it appropriate and bring out the best song. Ah, uh, okay. For okay. me. So if you got three people on one song, I have a song on my album where I'm only on the hook. Yeah. And it might be the best song on my album. That's because real. the people I heard, they needed to occupy that space. That's what it's about. 
You know what I mean? And if you go overboard, then you go overboard. If you get it just right, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm not mad at that. I'm not so. I'm not mad at that at all. That's that's actually that's 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 your producer hat right there. I see what you did there. I, I like that. You know how to lay back in the cut and let, and let them cook. I like that in you. Word. Okay, I I can dig it. I'm not mad at that. Deshaun is your answer, bro. All right. Do we have anything popping in the city before we get out of here? Well, let's talk sorry, about bro. let's talk about still shining a little bit. Let's talk about Diop's album a little bit. Yes, yeah. So you dropped still shining. I believe there are eight records, nine records, nine records, nine records. We listened to. Uh, I, I think I heard maybe three or four joints. Uh, as a person that has followed you. I'm going to go ahead and say, probably echo what Lone was saying. This sounds like some of your best material uh, from a production standpoint and also you, how you sound and how everything meshed together. Well, it means his debut is a production, so it, it's yeah. your best production album, man. There you go. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is Appreciate the first joint. Uh, but no, I, I like what I heard thus far, man. I think you're on the right track. Kind of talk about real quick, if you can, as we prepare to wrap up. Um, you know, just about your album and what you were looking to do with it. Yeah, uh, so I, I definitely agree. I think it's my best uh, project, my best contribution overall. I think what I've been trying to do, which may not necessarily have been correct, but each of my previous projects were like different slivers sonically. Driving on Faith didn't sound like Black Dragon. Black Dragon didn't sound like uh, Flow Flexing. Flow Flexing didn't sound like Vroom. But there are all different elements in there that I liked. So I'm like, all right, how can I take some of the best pieces from all of that and figure out how to weave them together in terms on the production side for the last three years i kept telling man dog i want to learn how to produce he was like bro you should i think you'd be good at it um and it'll enhance your writing so when i turned 30 i'm like well what's the best gift i can give myself it's a new skill so why not learn how to produce um and me and man were in the process and willis we all started to build a studio together so I got Ableton and I just jumped in. And then by having that studio, I could look over Willis's shoulders and watch how he approaches producing um, and his uh, tendencies, his preferences. And then the same for Man Dog. And then what they choose to sample, what they don't choose to sample, um, what uh, uh, tempos they like, they, they like to occupy, um, what effects. And so it was just really a classroom uh, for myself. And the way I kind of arrived at Still Shining was is that is basically as I was going through the process, I realized, first of all, producers age better than anyone else that we talking about. Because and then you can decide, I don't want to be in the limelight. I don't want to speak to the camera. I don't want to go and do a show if I if I have that choice. And I think producers have that ability. Um, but the more you invest in yourself, the more you put yourself in a position to shine the more you put your relationships in a position to shine. So I just wanted to do that and learn it. And uh, my timeline uh, got sped up because I didn't really anticipate putting out any any uh, production work until about a year. Um, but I trust my ear and I trust the people I work with um, who've been making uh, music just as long as I've been. It's like, hey, it's ready. So, you know, figure out how to weave a project together. So that's what I did, and, and we're here now. So, yeah. I like it, man. Y'all check that out, man. It's called Still Shining by Diop. I think it is on all uh, major streaming services. We listen on Spotify. So we got iTunes and everything else, Amazon. ITunes, Amazon, Tidal, Google okay. Play, YouTube, the whole nine. Yeah. If For all you band campers, you can get it that way, too. <laughs> that's old <laughs> okay. school at this point. Right. I love it because I still use Bandcamp. Everybody looks I, at I'd me actually, like If Bandcamp had you made money off streaming Bandcamp, it would be a wrap. It'll be a wrap. Yeah. I still use Bandcamp. Because I like the way their platform is really for independence. 
So if they had that, Absolutely. I'm with it. It's straightforward. It's right to the point. No bells Anybody still use SoundClick? SoundClick. I started with SoundClick. You lost an yeah. entire audience right there. All right. Anybody <laughs> have anything that's popping this week before we get out of here? Uh, only thing I'll say is the build is next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Um, at KI. You both will be a part of that, correct? Correct. correct. Okay. Yeah, well, I talk about the build about once a month. This is one of the co-hosts. <laughs> there it is. That's what I was right looking on. for. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but also, uh, Sirius Black has an album release party for Major Threat at the Hi-Fi on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, what else you guys got? Anything? Uh, let's see. All I really have is uh, this week is, I, of course, I got Tiki Bob's on Thursday with Lemmy Vice and uh, DJ Action Jackson. And every Tuesday at Coaches, you know what it is. <laughs> I like take that swag that right there. All right, so I think that's that'll do it for episode. What is come, this? You can come take a class. Come take a, Come take an Ableton class with me at Decademics. I got classes starting up next week. And and please join our Patreon site www.patreon.com backslash New Old Heads. Starts at a dollar. So One dollar. Check us out. I think that's it. Shout out to Red August in the building as well. He is uh, doing what he does with these <laughs> angles, helping us out. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate that, brother. Shout out to our sponsors as well. Make sure you pay those bills. Coleman Dental, 317-255-8546. Uh, shout out to Dr. Coleman. I need to get that cleaning. I got my uh, cleaning. <laughs> bring it down to band.com. Uh, as always, shout out to Team Backpack, Printfinity, and also Indie CD and Vinyl. Yep. Uh, we just joined with them as well, so we got a lot of good things that will be coming up soon. So... Yeah, sign up. Yeah, sign up. Come check us out. Yeah, we appreciate you, brother. Oh yeah, vice versa. And we will see y'all next week. Peace.